What's up, bitches? Welcome to the Sassy Spiritual Bitches Podcast. <laughs> oh, the suspense of how this will go every time. Is I never so know how me. it's going to go, so it's always entertaining. Uh, it to is. See it really is. Which way it goes. Fuck. All right, y'all. I'm just uh, going to jump right into it. Do it. Going for it. So, a theme, and we've talked about this again a long time ago, but we're going to do it again. Because I'm seeing this theme. Because There's a trend. Yes. We've had a really rough, hardcore couple of years, either dealing with the external world and, let's be real, mainly the internal world. And I see a lot of people almost like burning out. They are like ready to take the next step. They're ready to like go on with their journey, but they're like, we're just fucking tired. And that spark is gone. And the reason is gone. And the ambition is gone. So... We're here today to give you some tips to, like, fucking reignite that shit. Relight my fire. <laughs> is that a song? It feels like it should be a song. It is a song. Oh, but okay. I, I, it's like, I want to say it's like a hit from, like, like the 70s or some mm. shit. I don't know. I got you. Before my time. But I just know there is one. I like it. I feel like everything I say turns into a song lyric. You know what? It's so true. It's so true. I did a reading for somebody, and somehow, I can't remember who it was for, but like, I ended up quoting TLC's "Waterfalls" in it. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> okay, that yeah. is a classic. Yeah, I'm like Jesus Christ. Because I remember, I can't remember who it was for. Fuck. If you guys are listening, let me know. Remind me. But they messaged me. They're like, "Okay, I'm just listening to this. Did you just quote?" Oh my god! Waterfall. That is That's awesome. And I was like, "Well, thank you, guys." Because apparently, amazing. I love it. <laughs> so funny. <sighs> Yeah, there's a song for everything. Yeah, there really is. <laughs> Music has been around so long. I'd be surprised if there wasn't a lyric out of all those, like, one-liners we give. <laughs> fuck. Seriously. <laughs> oh, fuck. I love it. All right. All right. What kind of advice do you have for finding that fuel? The fire. Fire! <laughs> I would love to say that I'm feeling it right now, but I'm kind of struggling, too. Like, I'm having a moment, I was feeling super creative and, like, driven. And now it's, like, the fuck. You know? So, it's. Yeah. I think it's one of the tips, I will say, and this is going to be a bit of a balance, too, is withdrawing. Yes. Like, hermit up and just call your energy back to you. I was going to say... Sometimes it feels like when we talk about fire, it's like, yeah, you have to go and do and like find something exciting. And sometimes it's true. Like for me, sometimes that's what I do need. But other times it's actually about, yeah, like fucking taking that long ass nap and just like getting rejuvenated because we live in a world that seeks to burn us out every single freaking day. So self-care and stuff like that is yeah. huge. And I, we just, I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago. But, like, that resting to, like, ramp up. It's, yeah. like, you can't just go, 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 go forever and expect to always have that fire. Like, fucking slow down, man. No. <laughs> you can't keep climbing. There's always, like, look at mountains. There's always a valley. Mm-hmm. There's always a valley. Or even, like, a roller coaster. Roller coasters yes. can't get that fucking momentum without the fast drop. Yeah, like, they the can't. Whoosh! Or even when you think of hitting, hitting a peak, it always peters out, right? And yeah. it's, like, you can't just only go up. 
I hate roller coasters. I hate that moment when you're like that first climb and it's kind of slow and you're like, oh, fuck my life. We're going to die. And then pew, yeah. you start. But I'm just like. I, get oh. a I always think I hate it. But then once you're done, I'm like, yeah, I'm addicted to the adrenaline. Let's go back. Nope. My favorite kind of rides are those like death drop ones where you go like all the way up and they just fucking slam you to the ground. I love that. I don't like spinny rides that much. They make me really dizzy, <laughs> nauseous. I don't hate them, but they're not. Actually, out of all of them that we've talked about, those are probably my favorite. But yeah, I just, I, <laughs> I have this one memory. Do you ever see, remember go to the X and there was the ring of fire where it was just yeah. that big circle? Yeah, that one I never went on. It just seemed janky. Um, I went, thank God, the guy sitting beside me was a big dude. I was 16 and like I had the buckle in, you know, because it just kind of goes over your legs, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you hang upside down for part of it. And we all went as a group. Like we were a cast, right? Like we were doing Grease mm -hmm. and we all went as a cast. And... I was thinner back in those days, but just the way it sat, because the guy beside me was a bigger dude, I didn't, it didn't slam on me as hard. And I was, right. we were hanging upside down and I was sliding out. Holy fuck. And I was hanging on by my knees and there was like a metal bar, like on the thing, on the side. Oh my God. And I was holding myself in and he was actually holding on to me. Holy fuck. And I couldn't wait to get off that fucking thing. Holy shit. But at the same time, it was kind of fun. Like if, if it had locked me in, I think I would have been okay. But I just, I don't, I have fucking flashbacks of that. Oh like, and I'm God. like, I mean, there was a cage part on top, but I still probably think I would have slid out of it. But oh I, my God. I was like, thank God the big dude was helping me hold that on. That is so crazy. Oh, it just gives me that memory. So first of all, I want to ask you, who'd you oh play in Greece? Cha-Cha Di Gregorio. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she was described as this ugly woman and stuff. I'm like, I, I feel seen. Oh my God. Yeah. So when you're talking about the fair, so, oh my God, that really, just that memory. Oh my God. It really hurts. I know. Like on my chest is like, <gasps> so when I was, I went to the fair once and I decided to do ecstasy. Oh no. And I was like, a like I was always like apprehensive because I had really untrustworthy friends. They would just fucking leave me for anything that was slightly more exciting. So oh I was always God. like, yeah. I was, I've always had really shitty friends. That's crazy. I must have been a shitty person once in a past life. Anyway. So I have really shitty friends. And they would just like leave me for anything. So I always was like very cautious about when or where I did sort of recreational drugs like that. We were at the fair. And like, ugh. When you do, I know you're done E. Mm -hmm. Fuck. And everything is like very activated and the fair is a very nasty place so I remember being really uncomfortable like it's just gross you just see very clearly and I was like I hate this place so um I think I went on one ride and like went walking around in the trees and I was like I like it here but yeah ugh gross that would be a good adrenaline though good, good adrenaline rushes but I'm also super scared of lots of things like if someone skydiving fuck someone have to push me out no there's no I couldn't way. I couldn't do, I think if a plane was going down, I would just crash with the plane. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, okay, do you ever watch Animal Kingdom on Netflix? Yes. Oh. Oh, Wait, I, just remind me of which one that is. Okay, oh, yeah, the Hot I Brothers? Remember, I remember. Yeah, I mean, I'm oh, sure we've talked about that. Oh, Craig. Oh, oh my God, Greg. 
so Craig. Such an and, and attractive Viking. Oh, God, what is his name? Darren? Yes. I yeah. love Darren. He's hot, too. Well, and he's just so, like, I just like his personality yeah. as a character. But anyway, there's that one episode. I think yeah, it's he's like definitely the, second... the best personality out of them. And I love Pope, too. Like, I love them all for all different reasons. I just want them to manhandle me. They're so big. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to them. Give us a call. <laughs> but um, now I got distracted. But there's that episode. I know. I'm like they... feeling a bit hot right now. I'm like, woo! We're on button. My shirt. But there's a there's that episode where they go fucking skydiving. Fuck. And I have yet to get through it without either not looking or fast forwarding it. Oh man. I, I, I like the moments when I'm in them, but to get me, like, I'll do it because I will do anything. Like, I, won't. I can convince myself into and out of pretty much anything. No. But you know what's something that I'm weirdly afraid of? I think I would, I am fucking afraid of really hardcore water slides. Really? I don't know why. I think it's because I'm scared I'm going to lose my bathing suit. <laughs> Who cares? I've all the th- I could lose my life, but I might lose my bathing suit. <laughs> I don't know why. I just am uncomfortable. I went to the West Edmonton Mall not that long ago, and it was with, um, our friends and then their two kids and the first water slide I went on was like a little kid water slide there was like babies on there I'm like yeah I'll start with this one and then yeah I made it eventually to the bigger ones but (laughs) I don't know why they're just I love them but I also I'm like yeah I'll just take my time but skydiving oh you'd have to push me and then bungee jumping nope nope that one seems more fun to me I think I'd rather bungee jump than skydive I would rather do neither yeah I'm just like, Kate, I watched a friend of mine bungee jump on Instagram the other day. And I'm like, how do they get you up? Like pulling you up by your feet? No. No. Yeah. No. It makes me want to puke right now. Like I just, I can't. Oh my God. I don't know. I think I would, but I just, like, why? Why would I put myself through the torment? I just, there's no way. There's just, I'm sorry. (laughs) Maybe I'm a wuss. I don't care. There's just, it's not happening. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just like deep but, sea fishing. Oh yeah. Oh my god. What no. is your okay, we talked about this before, but yeah, we know you're scared of fish. Yes. And then like obviously skydiving and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Heights is a big one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really I get like really It's not scared, you know what? I'm not scared of heights because I like the views. Mm-hmm. It's I'm scared of falling. Mm-hmm. I think I might have died from a fall in a past life. Because right. it's not again, it's not the Didn't you jump off something and kill yourself once? Oh my god, I didn't even think of that. Yes. Oh my god. Right. I, I jumped off a balcony of a really tall <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Oh. <laughs> just never put it together. I we were oh just talking about that life. So I was like, wait a minute. Uh that makes sense. Cause yeah, it's the fall. For me, I get on like my knees start to buckle. I don't really feel scared and like crippled, but like I'll start to feel really weird and like light and like I'm like, ooh, this is a weird feeling. But I'm not super afraid of heights. But I really hate enclosed spaces. I don't like those either. And skeletons. Um I don't like super tiny enclosed places. No. One of those fucking water slides was like a tube and I was oh, like that I don't like. And I was like, I don't think I like this one. Yeah, I don't like tubes. Um because that's really enclosed. Mm-hmm. But yet, I will sit in a closet for days. It feels comfortable to me. Mm. No, I don't I don't know. It's really yeah, small enclosed spaces that, like, if you have to, like, push me through a cave to get to the other side. Yeah, it's like, if I, can't, if I can't stand up, we have a problem. Yeah. You know. But then... closets I'm okay with. But I think if we think of all the past lives I was enslaved in a tiny yeah. little cell, it kind of makes sense. I just think one of my greatest fears is legitimately, like, not knowing my way out. <gasps> God, that's terrifying. Like, 
I don't know. I know this is like, it's cringy because I hate talking about like being pregnant and stuff. It's just so gross to me. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Sorry to anyone's parents. You're fucking brave souls, but it'll never be me. No. Um, so like back in the day when I always, I still sometimes have a complex of trying to justify why I'm not going to do it. But I think I figured out why. Oh, interesting. I'll, I'll share that in a second. But okay. like if you were about to have a child, fuck, there ain't no way out of that. You're fucking committed to the end. And mm-hmm. like that I can't do. I cannot commit to anything till the end to save my life. I need to know my exit strategies at all times from everything. Yeah. Even marriage has divorce. Yeah. So like even like sometimes marriage makes you uncomfortable, but I'm like, ah, you just get divorced. <laughs> um, I don't like to feel trapped. I don't really know mm-hmm. where that comes from, but I don't like to feel trapped in anything at any time for any reason. But anyways, I think I finally had a breakthrough because I think sometimes like lots of healers, not you, I think you see it because we're the same in that regard. But lots of times I feel healers are like, it's like I'm so triggered by when people say I should have children. I'm so triggered by it. And I can just see their smirks going like, one day you'll get through it and you'll have kids. But like, that is the reason I decided I didn't want to have children was actually because I could not foresee it in my future. I remember like feeling into it and I'm like, oh, I'll never do this. When I wanted to do it mm-hmm. and I was like, this will be fun. And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm never going to be here. Or like I have a tattoo on my hip and like I got it when I was like 17. And I remember everyone's like, oh, that's going to be really ugly when you get pregnant. And I remember like really thinking about it. I was like, that's not going to happen to me. Like mm. I felt it early. Yeah, so, I did too. You know, I was like, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to be in a labor and delivery room. I'm never going to be pregnant. Like that's never going to happen to me. It just doesn't feel like, I couldn't feel that timeline. I dreamt of having miscarriages since I was, like, I think the old, the youngest I remember being, I think, was 13 or 14. And I had dreams of it. Right. right. And I used to have, oh, see? No, I do remember more dreams. Because mm-hmm. there was a dream that I vividly remember. I was in my early 20s. And I was, like, very, very pregnant and holding on. And I had lost it. Ugh. And I woke up. I was crying. And holding on to my oh, stomach, but my right. arms were rounded as if I was still pregnant. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. So interesting. But it's... yeah, no, I knew. And when yeah. I say dreams, that like downloads, like I get right. daydreams. See, right, I daydream. Right, right. I don't night dream. Right, right, right. That makes sense. Um, but I, you know, would get visions like that all the time. So interesting. And mm-hmm. like, and then I started to hate when people, yeah, looked at me like, "Oh, you're gonna get through this one day and be a mom." And like, you, like, I'm never gonna do that. <laughs> And then I finally clicked it together the other day and like I spent, I don't know, it's like a long story, but my mom was really sad when I was like three or four. She had postpartum depression from my brother. And I remember like seeing her crying a lot. And I was like, I don't know. I just made this like vow to myself and I did it for my sister too. I don't know why Bill Benitez. I was like, I will like trade them places. Like I will do anything to keep these people happy. And I like remember being like three years old, being like, I'm never going to be a burden to my mom again. I'm only going to help her. I want her to be happy. So then I dedicated like a significant fucking portion of my life prioritizing this woman, my mom. And then it was the first thing that I ever did that she like was really displeased with. Like, when I told her I didn't want to have kids, she like really battled me on it and like made me feel bad. And she's like, well, you have to make me a grandma. And I was like, well, maybe I'll adopt kids. And she's like, that's not the same. And I'm like, ew, like it is the same. What do you mean? And I remember being like, I don't know. I think it was like, that was the first time that I like really disappointed her. And then it's basically been a fucking landslide ever since then. So it's like, (laughs) like, it's just like, uh, that I think is what it is. It's like that disappointing my mother. Uh interesting yeah it is interesting 
Anyway, that was a fucking real long tangent. Yeah, it was a real long tangent. <laughs> but we were talking about lighting the fire and, like, we ended up in adrenaline stuff. And, like, that'll do it. <laughs> like, yeah. That, like, that kind of stuff will, like, pick up, like, getting into that adrenaline and that excitement will definitely light the fire. Maybe temporary and short-lived, but it will help. It's a pick-me-up. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a long-term <clears throat> solution by no. any stretch. No. But definitely, but, oh, my God. I Or, you know, if you're like me, that won't work. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, that's not gonna, in it'll moment, just stress you out. Yeah, in the moment I'll hate it, but afterwards I'll be like, yeah, that was fun. I get, you know what? I wish I was like that because I will go through, like, for instance, um, <laughs> the story I told you about how I almost died in the ring of fire. And <laughs> like, but afterwards it's not a, oh my God, life. It's like, are you for fucking real? What the fuck was that? Like, that's my reaction. Like, I don't feel elated. I don't feel... Mm. Like, I don't feel more alive. Right. I'm like, why are you trying to, like, bring death upon me? Like, <laughs> it brings out my anger. It doesn't oh, bring out... Which I guess is fire in a different way. Yeah, that's true. But not the not the creative, like... Yes. Inner excitement, passion that I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, exactly. And I probably, that probably wouldn't be my first choice, but it'd be like doing something for me to change up my environment. Like, I don't want, like, it could, I don't even know what that means, but it could be like going to a concert or going, you know, booking a hotel and staying there for a night or just mm, like that's fine. getting out of your funk. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're feeling really low, it's like, you can't just be sitting in that low. You got to like jolt the energy. Maybe you're going to go skydiving. Maybe you're going to take a hotel night or go to the spa or get a massage or go to a concert or buy a freaking new t-shirt or something. But like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like something to just jolt the energy so that you're kind of, I don't know, feeling a bit more inspired. Um, You know what else? Like, I don't like to do it that often because it's, you know, kind of work, but it does work is moving your furniture around. Yes. I actually like, thought about that. Literally moving things around. Or like tidying up. Mm-hmm like just putting things away and organizing things. Like I don't like doing that. I'm not really like a mundane kind of person. I kind of hate mundane shit, but like sometimes it just feels good to like move your, the energy even in a room because yes. everything affects everything. Yeah. Stagnant energy is stagnant energy, right? Yes. So yeah, I would definitely suggest switching things up. Yes. And like another message I got not too long ago um, I was doing someone's body reading and it was that they needed to find their inspiration again. And it's like their why, like, what is your why? Why are you getting up every day? Why are you a parent? Why are you in this relationship? And then like, you have to kind of like sit with it though and be like, what's my purpose? What's my meaning? What's my reason? And that's helped me a few times mm -hmm. when I disconnect and I feel stuck and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this isn't really that fun right now. And this world is a mess. Like why? And then I have to like, sit with myself to figure out yeah like what is the purpose of me what is the purpose of this experience and then it's suddenly I'm like wait a minute you know this dark or heavy time is like a growing opportunity and then one day I'm going to be like living in that glory moment without any of this baggage or yeah like some I know that I didn't come here to have a bad time I did not choose to incarnate to like s sit with this stuff and I sometimes think about the new earth and like being here for this monumental time and all this historic stuff. And I just like zoom out and you're like, Oh, there's a bigger picture here. Or like, you know, sometimes sitting with those things, like, you know, compliments people might've gotten you and 
just going back and reading your good reviews and be like, you know, uh, yeah, things are not that bad. I should do that. I should do that more often. Go back and like read positive yeah. things and stuff like that. I had a teacher, I had a life coach teach me that. We did this workshop and we were trying, we were learning how to be life coaches back for when I worked with like clients at my past job. And she was amazing. I actually should email her one day and credit her for like making me change my life. Like she works for the organization I left, so she might not want to hear it, but like she called me out hard and I was like, yeah, this isn't the life I want to live. So anyway, she was a room full of people that we sort of knew each other. We'd spent a day together. And then she's like, everybody write something nice about like everyone else in the room. And it was just like a one liner. And then you'd give them to that person. And she's like, put it in an envelope. And when you feel shitty, like read what other people see in you. And it actually, like, I have the envelope. I haven't read it in a while, but I should because it was, like, a really uplifting experience. Like, we're so freaking hard on ourselves. Totally. And sometimes it's just, like, yeah, like, what's the point? Why bother? What good am I? And it's, like, "Mm, you have a lot of good to offer certain people. Like, Indeed. Indeed. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, that's fun. Love it. So another thing you can do is, like, be proactive and seek out inspiration. So I would suggest like, what is it that you'd like to do? Even if you don't feel inspired, like what is something that like, like if you think of your dream life, what is something in it? Pick one thing. Don't be like, I need all of this stuff or I'm not satisfied. That's not what I'm talking about. Like pick one thing. And then I want you to go find people that have that one thing Mm -hmm. and just be like, Oh, and take inspiration from it. Yeah. Not comparing like, oh my God, my life sucks. Cause I want that. And I don't have it, which, you know, it's very easy to go down that mm-hmm. rabbit hole, but instead take inspiration. Like, oh, how can I take this, what they're doing and apply it to my life? Right. Or that even reminds me of like just watching a, a movie that's really uplifting or like, um, you know, yeah. Like reading a book that's really inspiring. Like my, one of my favorite movies is the secret life of Walter Mitty. I don't mm. know why, but that's I've never seen it. That fucking movie is so good. And I also love Pirate Radio. Like they're just the most random movies. Pirate Radio is the shit. But I think I lived in the 60s. So I just like love everything 60s. So, and like anything rebellious. Love it. So, um. I was meant to watch that movie and never saw it. Man, I always, I get so excited about things. And I always try to get people to watch my favorite movies. But fucking Graham falls asleep every time. And I'm like, damn it. <sighs> Anyways. So. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty and Pirate Radio just get me jacked for life. I'm like, yeah, these people can change their lives. They can do whatever they want. Goodness exists. And I'm ready to just like conquer the world. So that is a really great piece of advice. Yes. I'm like, yeah, finding inspirational people that are like, you know, they did it. I can do it. Because lots of the best, lots of the most inspiring people come from really dark places. Totally. And like listening to their story, you're like, well, they're just a regular person too. Like if they can do it, I can do it. So it's yeah, definitely very inspiring. Here's another tip before I forget it. And it's going to sound totally counterintuitive. Let yourself be bored. Mm -hmm. Don't distract yourself with your phone. Don't go on social media. Don't blindly watch Netflix. Let yourself just sit and be fucking bored because boredom breeds creativity so true and like honestly you guys like get off social media like fuck I feel bad about myself every time I go on there after and it's like something that's not consciously happening I'm just like 
I don't feel like I'm, I have a lot of inspirational things on social media. It doesn't seem to matter. I always leave being like, oh, I'm not good enough. Like, oh, I don't. I just, I don't even read anything. It's just like, I just scroll. Mm. I like, I don't even think I stop on anything. I just kind of go bloop, 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 bloop. That's a pretty picture. Like bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah. I, I mean, I avoid Facebook like the fucking plague. Yeah, same. Um, I don't go on there, but I, I, Instagram, I just scroll and I don't actually look at anything. Mm. I'm not yes. present when I right. use social That's media. Good. And like, honestly, one of the things that helped me a lot was like, I don't even go on social media until like, I try really hard to wait until I've got grounded into my day so that I'm not influenced by all this like freaking, you gotta be here, do this, go, 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 be you, you're a hero. Like, I just, like, wait until, like, I don't know, usually hopefully 11. And then I'm like, okay. I've had a, a time to just be me and figure out who I am in the world. And then it's, like, I'm less susceptible to, like, getting sucked into those fucking, like, holes. But I don't know. Like, I'm on social media, but it feels really work-related a lot of the time. And me that's too. still kind of, like, a bring me down. You're like, oh, all the things I have to do. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And then I'm trying to think of, like, some of the body readings I've done because it's always, like – your healing lies in your happiness. Yes. Right. So it kind of comes up finding that spark. So then, like you said, just let yourself be bored. Literally, mm -hmm. that's one of the things. It's like stop just like rampaging through life and slow down and bring like beauty back because you can't see the beauty if you're just like freaking going, 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 going. No. So it's like bring that like rhythm back to your life where there's like that slow down time. And then another one is like stop trying to be everything to everybody. Oh. Like, God. like honor yourself because what happens is we lose ourselves in the minutia of life. And then we're like, wait, who am I? What do I like? What do I need right now? And we don't know because we're so busy fucking worrying about everyone else and their dog. And it's like, like, just be what you need. Because when we start to like, yeah, like listen to ourselves and take care of ourselves. It's like the fire fucking comes back on. Well, yeah, because you lit it because it's your fire. And if you're not feeding the fire, mm -hmm. it goes out. Yeah. So I think like self-care is a big one. And you know what? Saying fuck you to obligation. Yes. Learn to say no. And it doesn't matter if other people are disappointed in you. And I'm really starting to learn like people with poor boundaries that come in like, like I'm thinking of clients that like throw expectations on me. Like I didn't get my reading yet. Or where is it? Like I said this day and they're very like obtuse about it kind of it really throws me out of a loop with myself because I'm like, oh, they're right. I'm slow. I'm behind. I didn't do it in time. And then it's like, like, realize other people are always projecting onto you things that they have in their lives. Like people with poor boundaries likely live with the fucking fucked on of people with poor boundaries. Yes. And they just think that it's proper. So like thinking of my own experience of like expectations, it's just like, yeah, like stop, you know? Mm-hmm. And don't let people bully you like that because fuck you give people an inch. They'll take 53 miles from you. Like, and don't bully yourself either. Stop no. putting, stop putting so much fucking pressure on yourself. Mm -hmm. We as humans take ourselves way too fucking seriously. Legit. <laughs> Speaking from someone who doesn't know how to have fun. Same. <laughs> like I'm literally, that's one of my goals. This, this especially this next year, I'm really going to work on like having fun. Yes. Um, but seriously though, like, I definitely, yeah, like foster your inner child too. That's definitely it's, your inner child will lead you to like that. It'll teach you how to have fun and be excited again. Yes. Like when I think of the word excitement, 
it's not, it, excitement feels like work to me. I'm like, oh God, to get your whole, like get all excited for what? Like, and then it's over, big deal. You know, like nothing, like getting excited about mm-hmm. something. I'm like, oh, you don't need it. Man, I feel like being excited about things is my natural state, but it's like been like snuffed out a lot. And I'm just, see, I don't feel like, even when I get excited, I'm just like, I'd rather just be content about it and kind of just present. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, not that I'm blah about things. I think my, when I think about my inner fire being lit, I know most people are like, oh, you're excited, you're going, you're doing all the stuff. And I'm like, when I think of my lit inner fire and like feeling into that, I'm so just content and fulfilled. And I mean, people's energy is different too. Like, I just, I just feel like, yeah. I'm feeling creative. I'm feeling like I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing. I feel aligned. I feel present. I feel like that's correct. And that's when I, that's when I know that I'm, I'm in that space. Yeah. I think that's like, again, not everyone's excitement or creativity is going to look the same because we are really all unique, but something else that's been coming up lately is sometimes people associate being passionate. Okay. Wait, how does it go? I've been meeting a lot of people lately that think anger is a really bad thing and they bury bury anger and destructiveness because they've had really bad visions of it, right? Maybe very abusive parents or really tyrant like Mm -hmm. people in their their life. So they really think that like showing that side is bad, but like anger is, it's not just one thing with anger goes your, your passion, with anger goes your drive, your desire, your lust, your love, your excitement for life. So like, you gotta just let yourself be fucking mad sometimes. It's not a bad thing. It's like any other emotion. You have to honor it. Mm -hmm. Now that's not to say we're going out and like smack everybody in the face when you feel like it, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. but honor that you feel that you want to. And then it's like anger can be used constructively too. Like when I had a message come through like literally I think yesterday for somebody and this was their problem. They were like really were, they just couldn't find that light or that spark because they felt that anger was bad and it sank the ship of passion as well. So that advice was like realize that it can be used constructively. Well, like there it, would be no revolutions if people oh, yeah. didn't get mad. And then it was like, I, the message was find someone who inspires you that you look up to and look at how they use that passion and anger to change their life for the better, mm-hmm. because it's not always the destructive thing that we see. And like, sometimes what the fuck's wrong with destruction? Tear it at, Like it's the tower moment. Totally. Fucking burn down the shit that doesn't serve you and rebuild anew. Like you can't. It's my favorite, like my favorite tarot card in the yes. deck and everyone who like, it's so funny. I'll read for clients and they'll see it and they'll go, oh no. I'm like, not, oh no. It's, oh yes. Mm-hmm. like I love exactly. it exactly so you need that powerful energy and it goes your power sinks with it too like yeah like you got like people like that it's like you gotta sift through your subconscious beliefs about like why you think that's bad like, who fucking taught you that and then start like building your capacity to handle that kind of excitement like I don't know I've just seen pictures of like spin classes or like karate or something like just fucking go like let that shit out yeah yeah. Get creative and get creative about it. Yeah. You know, maybe you need to punch a wall. I don't know. 
Oh yeah. I wouldn't sure. suggest it. <laughs> oh man. I did a healing session with my friend the other day and she's like, like, obviously I have a lot of repressed. I did have a lot of repressed anger because that excitement and like being too much and being like really emotional and sensitive was like really repressed. That's my, as a child. So she's like, what do you want to do when you're angry? And I was like, I don't know, like fucking scream. And like, I just want to break shit. I just want to break stuff. And like, it's that's all about the he said, I know said, literally when shit. I'm angry, that is the sound I play. <laughs> And it feels so good to just scream that at the top of my lungs, break, what's called break stuff break by Limp Biscuit. Yeah, so good. So anyways, and then she's like, Katie, on the count of three, you're going to scream. And I was like in her house on her table. And I was like, I don't want to. There's probably people around. But I fucking let it out. And it was like a blood curdling scream. And I was like, whoa, feels good to let that out. Mm. And I hurt my voice box. I was like, ouch. I was going to say, that would hurt. Yeah, it did. And then she made me do it again, and then I went again, and then I cried. And she's like, there you go. And I was like, fuck. Why you got to blame me like this, bro? <laughs> I don't want to feel this much intensity. But anyways, like, just, I don't even know. It just, I know it's hard when you're in it, because we've all been in it, including myself. And sometimes it goes out really randomly. But, like, just do something about it. Just do something different. Mm-hmm. And if that's letting energy. yourself be bored, then let yourself be fucking bored. Or guess what? Go for a drive where you've never been before. Yeah. And just say no to people that are tugging at you. Oh, you should oh do this. You should be there. Say fucking no, man. Yep. I Honestly, that was a game changer for me, was just not doing stuff out of obligation. Yeah. Because I would just regret every moment I was there anyway and just be like, well, again, it was showing the universe, put everybody else first because I think I'm a pile of garbage. Oh, God. I know. Same. You know, and then as soon as I started doing an honoring, you know, even if it was something I didn't want to do, if I said yes to it, it's because I genuinely like wanted to help or whatever. And I was always repaid for it. And I felt better about myself. Right. You know, but yeah, if it was, oh my God, I lived a life of obligation. Right. Me too. And it killed me. Yeah, I'm still like learning to let it go right now. What I'm doing is I'm not always saying no because I don't know what I want in the moment sometimes. But I'll just ghost people and things. And I'm like, I need to get ahead of myself here and like stop doing that. But then sometimes it's like, I always do this thing in my head. I'm like, I got to pay them a really good explanation. And it's like, actually, I don't no, owe anybody don't. any explanation or answer. I just don't want to anymore. So I'm not fucking gonna. But then I took it too far and my spirit guides are like, Kate, you have to like talk to somebody and do something. Yeah, like, don't just ghost them. Yeah, just like retreating into yourself for way too long is not good. And then, yeah, I'm learning so much about myself. But yeah, it's really in- unique to some people because I've, do- I've done some people's energy readings and they do really just need time alone to decompress. That's me. Yeah, that is you. Yeah. And then for me, it's like I do need that time, but it has to be very equally and carefully balanced with like stimulation and excitement. Yes. Because if I don't have something to do or get excited about, I literally just like literally crumble crumble yeah yeah so it's like really that's really unique so where do you there's a good starting part where do you where do you fall on that spectrum mm-hmm. right do you do you feel excited and like full of life when you get excited about things or do you feel like more on the other end where you're just feeling aligned and peaceful yeah is you know when you feel like you're just really vibing I feel like if I could give an analogy of the spectrum, it's like, are you fire or water? Mm. Like if you're fire, you do need to make sure you're around people that love and support you. You have to find things to excite you whilst also simultaneously 
resting or you'll just burn yourself alive? Or are you water where like it's more flowing and peaceful and it's like you can take time alone and be serene, but you also are always working towards something and moving and like that's not really the spectrum, but it's probably the closest thing I could give to this podcast right now. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. I get what you're putting down. Yes. Uh-huh. So yeah, figure out where you are and then try to balance the fuck out of that. <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna, I tell this to my clients a lot. You're going to get what you feed, right? So if you had two animals beside you, two beasts, which are you feeding? You know, the one that's full of passion and excitement or the stuff that's keeping you dulled? Yeah. Which one are you feeding? Because we do have to take responsibility. If you don't have any fire and you're feeling burnt out, there's a reason for it. You got yourself there. Yeah. Sorry to say. Man. And sometimes that's the hardest lesson, but it's the greatest lesson you'll ever learn that you are responsible for single-handedly every shitty thing in your life. Yep. It doesn't matter that there was other people playing that game with you. It was a game that you started or you injected yourself into. And like now it's only your job to get yourself out. Like at the end of the day, we were given free will because we are free to get ourselves into and out of anything that we want to. And it's like, once we remember that as a superpower that we have, your life literally changes. Yep. Same with like, you're free to get yourself out of victim mode or you're free to stay in it. It is up to you. Like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I'm still like, I like, it's not as, I used to feel like a deep level of self-pity, like a deep level of self-pity. And then it's like, it sometimes pings in every once in a while, but like, fuck, getting out of that mess has been the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. And that's not to say like when shitty things happen to you, and you're feeling upset about it, take those moments and feel upset about mm-hmm. it. But don't live there. No. And like, as you guys, and I'm sure we've all seen it, like, if you're, I don't know, like, there's very low tolerance in this spiritual community now for like people that play the victim all the time. Mm. And I don't know, I just see it like getting more powerful and more powerful. And it's like, there's just no more excuses. Like, you're allowed to feel sad for a bit, but like, fuck, unbury yourself. It's not, it's not, shitty things happen. Like, let's be honest, shitty things happen. But it's not an excuse to stop living your life. Oh, yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like, I fucking fail tests all the time. I backtrack. Mm -hmm. I make one step forward, two steps back. I learn everything the hard way. Like, because that's how I learn. (laughs) But, like, nothing, it doesn't have to be perfect. But just keep trying new things. Keep moving your energy. Keep finding that inspiration. If I was still in victim mode, I could easily be in and out of psych wards and like poor me and, you know, seeing doctors all the time, all the time, you know, after my breakdown, like I could, I could still be there. Yeah. For real. Like for real and just never get over it. But Mm -hmm. I chose to not choose that path. Exactly. You know, there was proactive steps. So, and I know that I totally was, had a big hand in, um, my breakdown. So I, I will accept that, you know? Right. So, I mean, it's just, we're not here to be a downer, but know that you do have more power than you think either way. So that's your big lesson. If you take nothing from this, I mean, you have power. Mm -hmm. You're definitely not powerless. Exactly. So you do you, boo. Yes. So you guys, 
it's what, the 29th when you're hearing this? Mm -hmm. I think so. We're going into a new year, right? So take our tips and use them to fucking fuel you going in to this new year. Yeah. Like, what gets you excited? What gets you all revved up? <laughs> Why did I say that like that? I love revved it. up. But I mean, 2022 is supposed to be this year of like reckoning is like what I want to say. It's the year where like everything can come true that you want to, but it's like, we have to let those old habits die hard. Like, and you gotta, this is, this is the year of prioritizing yourself. Guess what? No one's going to do it for you. Yeah. And like, I just feel when I say that, it's like no more excuses. No. They're like no more excuses. No more holding yourself back. And and now is the time. Yeah. Now, now is the time. time. And you deserve it. You know what? You're totally worthy of it. Yeah. And when we say like things like that, I, well, from my mind, it's like, Oh, I better get going. I better do. No, Mm -mm. it's listening to yourself. And if you need to relax and take more time for yourself, or if you need to find your passion again and go find stimulating activities, but like only, you know, only, you know, and like, if you don't know, give yourself time to find out. Yeah. Like learn about yourself. Mm -hmm. That's fun too. And just learning things about yourself can get you all like, oh yeah, you know, excited and revved up and like, oh my God, I didn't realize this about me. I know. And sometimes I do when I'm just feeling like a little bit out of sorts. I'm like, I better do a reading with somebody. And it always is a massive pick me up. Yes, I agree. I just had one done a couple weeks ago. It was awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. I sometimes my spirit guides will slap me though. They're like, Kate, you're just fucking killing time and money. Like you're just bored. Like you could do this yourself. So I'm like, Kate. Yes, I will be more patient. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I had, except for, no, it was when I had that channeled messages with you a few months oh, yeah. ago around my birthday. That was the last time. Yeah, was that even a pick me up? Because they were so rude. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> I cried so hard after that and I was like, why? But fucking salty. I needed my ass kicked, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, legit. But they're always like that. So it's yeah. fine. Anyways, yeah. so there are a, a few little tips to get you started. Yes. And we could sit and tell you spout stuff all day, but unless you start, you know, trial trial and error, yeah, you're not going to find out for yourself. For sure. And just remember, be patient, give yourself time, and have fun with it. Yeah. And, like, sometimes when I get really fucked up, I'm like, okay, this is a cosmic joke. And when I start thinking of my life as a cosmic joke, it's really fun to be me. Because <laughs> everything's just a fucking joke. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take yourself too seriously. Have some fun. Yeah. All right, kids. Have a great day. Have an amazing new year. Yeah. And we'll see you in 2022. Hell yeah.